Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Good morning, everyone. I've been a few days since I recorded a podcast, so it's good to be back for episode 54. Um, normal housekeeping out of the way. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, if you've learned anything from it, um, if you've recently subscribed to the newsletter, uh, you know, I would just really appreciate it if you all left a review, whether it's just leaving a rating or it is also um, writing a review or even subscribing. Um, I think that's a big deal on Spotify, and that's where most of my listeners are coming from these days. Um, so if you subscribe, if you like it, um, if you review it, whatever you can do on whatever platform, um, I'd appreciate it. It helps the algorithm um, on those platforms. When somebody's searching for something related to personal finance, um, my podcast or this podcast is more likely to show up. So we'll get right into it. Um, I actually just wanted to talk about credit scores and the importance of a good credit score when it comes to personal finance and kind of how much energy you should be putting into getting a great credit score. Um, Many people, myself included, I would say, um, have placed a high importance on a good credit score. And I was just thinking about it the other day, and I, I wanted to think about why. You know, what, what is the purpose of a credit score and what is a credit score actually reading or what is it telling companies when you apply for something, right? So we'll start there. Um, basically, what a credit score is, is it's showing your credit worthiness. How worthy are you of getting a loan, essentially, right? So what a credit score looks at is how old is your, um, your, your open accounts? Like how long have you had credit? Okay, so your credit age. Um, the longer that you've had credit, um, the better. You know, if you've only had credit um, available to you for a month, well, you're not going to have a great credit score because you don't have a long track record of paying things, right? Um, of paying balances. Um, so that's one thing that goes into it, and that's actually a very important piece to it. It holds a lot of weight. Um, another thing is, and this is probably the most important, is are you paying are you making your payments for your balances and your loans on time on time payments okay that holds a lot of weight um, if you miss even one payment over the course of years and years and years it can gr- drastically affect your credit score all right so making those payments on time for those loans whether it's a credit card or a mortgage or or an auto loan what have you um, is very important um, the amount of inquiries that you have um, is also important. It's not hugely important, um, but the amount of times that you apply for credit in a given time period matters. Um, people don't want to see, I should say lenders don't want to see a ton of inquiries um, in a short amount of time, right? doesn't matter a whole lot. You can still have a great credit score with a high number of inquiries, but it does matter. Um, another thing that matters is your... Um, the, the ratio of available credit that you have um, to the total credit available to you. So as an example, if you have, let's say, $20,000 of available credit in revolving credit accounts like credit cards, um, or uh, you, know, you have only maybe $1,000 left of a $20,000 car payment, um, your, your 
debt ratio is pretty low, right? And and that's what that's what lenders want to see. They want to see that your ratio of available credit to the credit that you're using is low. Okay, so that that matters and that matters quite a bit. So there are a lot of things that go into this, um, and I'm not sponsored by these people, but um, Credit Karma is a great resource. You can sign up for free. Um, you can get live updates on your credit score, how it's doing. You can learn uh, what goes into your credit score, what you can work on, what's most important, what's least important. Um, this is a service that I've used now for a couple of years. I really like it. You can log in literally every day if you want to, and I believe get something. It's either your FICO score or something very similar to your FICO score, um, and it shows reporting. Um, and I'm not sure if it's exact reporting, but I know it shows estimates for TransUnion and Equifax, which are two credit bureaus um, that establish a credit report for you, um, or credit score for you, excuse me, that lenders will inquire with. Okay, um, so Credit Karma, it's free. I would highly recommend it. It's a great resource. So all of these things go into your credit score, right? Um, and a lot of people place a high priority on having a great credit score. Um, I have in the past as well. Now, what I've learned is that is a is a credit score very important? Very important might be strong. Do I think it is important? Yes. Do I think it should be your number one goal um, to achieve an 850 credit score, which is a perfect credit score? I don't think that it should be your number one goal at all. Um, and to, to, to go over this too, um, and I'm giving you estimates here. You can do your own research, um, but a perfect credit score, I believe, is 850. An excellent credit score is anything above, I believe, a 750. I believe it might be 770. I'm not quite sure. Um, and a good credit score, I believe, is anything from it might be like six, the mid sixes up until that 770. And again, don't don't quote me as gospel on this. Do your own research, but those give you general estimates. But a perfect credit score is 850. Really, anything over a 770, I would say 750 even, um, is going to be. It's going to pretty much get you anything you really want, right? It's going to get you the lowest interest rates on your home loans. It's going to get you the lowest interest rates on your auto loans, um, your credit cards, anything that you need to take a loan for. If somebody sees that you have something above a 750 or a 770, is going to pretty much get you in the door, okay? But what I've seen is a lot of people place a high priority on having a credit score over 800 or getting a perfect credit score. And while that could can be important, um, it doesn't show your overall fitness, like I like to say, like being financially fit, it doesn't show your overall financial wellness, I guess I should say, right? Because you could have a great credit score and have terrible spending habits and be burning up your paychecks and not investing and not saving. Lenders don't really care about your spending habits necessarily. They All they care about is, are they going to get their money on the loan they're issuing to you? And that's what a credit score is showing, it's showing how worthy you are of a loan. It's not showing what your net worth is or how you're sticking to your budget. Uh, it, it doesn't tell the complete story. So do I think trying to have a great credit score is fun? I do. To me, it's kind of a game. I like to um, work on it, and obviously I make my payments on time, and I like to keep my my inquiries low, and I like to you know keep my ratio of my available um available uh, loan amounts to what I'm actually using incredibly low. Um, I don't carry balances on credit cards. So things like that, uh, my, I have a good credit score because of that. Um, 
but it doesn't tell the complete story. So if you find yourself not having a great credit score, it's probably worth pursuing getting a good one, okay? Especially if you're below that 750 mark. Um, because whenever you buy a home in particular, which I should say is probably the most important thing that you will actually use your credit score for, you wanna be able to qualify for the best types of loans at the best rates. It's gonna save you money. <clears throat> So I would pursue that. Some ways to pursue getting a better credit score are, number one, making sure you're paying all your bills on time. Number two, paying off the balances that you have if you have high balances with credit cards or personal loans or auto loans. Number three, if you don't have any debt, um, is to get a credit card. Um, get a credit card. Make sure you're paying off that balance every single month. You're not carrying balances over month to month. Um, and start exploring different ways, right? Um, having debt available to you, showing that you can pay it off will increase your credit score, okay? Um, I think that about covers it. You know, if you are somebody out there that places a high priority and you feel really great about yourself because you have a great credit score, that's, that's awesome. But peel back the layer and pay more attention and put more worth into what your spending, saving, and investing habits are because that's the thing that's going to carry you in the future, okay? Um, if you have that foundation in place like we talk about, the budgeting and you know the, the no high-interest consumer debt and all of those things, <clears throat> and, and you're being diligent with paying your bills on time, um, you know, chances are that that credit score is going to take care of itself, Okay, but again, to the people out there that may not have much credit at all, that's not a bad thing. That's actually probably good for your personal finances. But if you do have aspirations of buying a home or um, whatever, you know th that you might need some credit available to you. Um, pursuing getting a good credit score could be valuable to you. So, thank you all for tuning in to episode fifty-four of the Millennial Economics Podcast. We will talk soon. <laughs>